Hello my friends, welcome to this episode of Tina For Real. This is episode 46, we are coming up to 50 really fast, we'll hit that this week and uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Those of you who have left me reviews so far, thank you so much for doing so, I really appreciate those, Uh, really helps me kind of show up in iTunes, helps get my name out there and uh, any of the sharing that you do with friends and family, your community, uh, on your social media any sharing that you do of my podcast and any reviews are so helpful so thank you so much to anyone who has done that I've seen quite a lot of them lately and I really appreciate it now today is mental Monday we're going to talk about something that we as runners tend to struggle with as always uh, you think we would be running out of these things but there are plenty I'm sure I will at some point I've decided my goal is to get to 100 of these episodes and uh, I'll see where I'm at at that point but right now yeah let's do um, mental Monday which is going to be about um, a t- thing that I used in my last marathon which I cannot believe but I'm closer to two years uh, since doing it than I am uh, one year. And it's just so strange to think about that, that it's been that long since I raced that marathon. How much has changed in my life? I have a fun story for you tomorrow um, in the episode, uh, kind of the the fun mother runner episode, uh, which I'll tell you more about. But yeah, life has just completely changed since, since that time I used this. But I definitely intend on using this in the future. It was a skill I learned before this race. uh, And I was so invested in what I'm going to talk about today that I actually um, took the website domain mentalbottles.com because I thought, you know, this is something that I really feel like could help people and, you know, just kind of be another mental trick to help you get along on your way. So as I just mentioned there, the thing I want to talk about today is called mental bottles. Now, what I mean by mental bottles is that you probably know that elite runners get bottles um, distributed throughout the race for them on tables uh, at most of the big races. So that means that you mix up a drink yourself, you put it um, aside, you put all of the drinks aside for the six or seven different stations there will be. They will put them out for you, tell them where they're going to be, what table they're going to be on and you just look out for your table number uh, and then look out for your bottle which you have decorated the day before. So I realise I am lucky to have that, I realise not everyone gets to have that and that helps with my fueling but it kind of got me thinking about how I was able to change my mindset every time I picked up one of those bottles and dedicate the next few miles until the next bottle to someone who had been important in my journey. Now, this is something that anyone can do. You know, if you are thinking about um, fueling during your race, you can do it every time you take a gel, every time you take a sip of water, you can dedicate it to another person. You can put it on a list and write it on your hand or whatever you want to do maybe not on the inside of your hand because you might smudge it on your face no actually the outside of your face you would smudge right write it somewhere where it's not gonna be smudged away but um you know you can keep it on you uh look at it be reminded and really dedicate to that person so one thing you know that made me think of this was when you're out running it's very easy in in a marathon or in those harder um, races to kind of get into the mindset of oh, this is so hard, I'm struggling, I don't want to do this, this is all on me, and put the pressure on yourself. But you have to also remember that there are a lot of people who genuinely want you to succeed. They've put their time into you, their care, their money, 
whatever else, they have really invested in you and they believe in you, even if you don't believe in you. So if you are struggling mentally with racism running, uh, by having these mental bottles and thinking about dedicating them the next few miles to certain people, it can help kind of pick you up um, in a slump. It can also be easier for your brain to focus because I've heard of people saying that they're going to dedicate the final miles you know the final six miles of a marathon to each person who has helped them and that's great but I also think it's great to kind of do it early on and have some of those early on ones be to support you in a different way so I'm going to go on to explain what I did at the time but I just feel like this is a really important tactic and it's something it's very easy to focus on one person's name or something that someone has done for you for a few miles but it would be a bit more difficult to kind of do it for a longer period of time but you're going to hear now why why it was good for me to kind of focus on certain people early in the race too to remind me of what I was doing. So what I decided to do with each bottle I had was to write a word um, on the bottle with who it was dedicated to. Now you don't have to do that and obviously if you don't have elite bottles this makes it a bit more difficult but you can still have the person or the group that you are dedicating to on a list, maybe on a bottle if you're getting it from friends and family or just you know in your mind what you're going to do. And so I'm just going to go through what I did for each one and then while I'm talking about this be thinking about who you would dedicate, like who in your journey as you're training for this race has been important for you, who has helped you get to the start line healthy and ready to go and think about maybe you know dedicating part of your race to them and and when you're struggling it it really helps to remove a lot of the woe is me kind of feeling I mean we all know that when you're part of a team you find you can dig a lot deeper because you want to succeed for your team and so think about your team who is involved in your team so let's kind of begin um, from my race and uh, the first mile marker was around three miles so I decided to dedicate that one to my fans so that's you guys listening right now that was the people who have supported me along my journey now you know I wanted to think of this as everyone who had wished me luck who had taken time to email me to message me to tag me in something anything and all of you people who did that all of the special people who had taken time out of their day to help me were someone for all people who who are important to me you know you've made me feel good you have you know made me realize that I am worth so much more than my running ability and that's something that you guys can maybe keep in mind maybe it's not fans but you can you know think about people who have maybe um, commented on your social media posts or people who you maybe knew in high school who kind of said you know, I really look up to you kind of thing. So think about those people who are your support staff, who are kind of there for you, maybe not in the close setting where they see you every day or interact with you every day, but they've been there. You know, I really like thinking about that. And it helped me to kind of remind me that this was an experience. It was about having fun. It was about enjoying myself. And what do you want to be doing around mile three? You want to be enjoying it and taking in the moment. So that's why I decided to choose fans for that first bit. The next one was my family. You know, I've spent hundreds of hours preparing for a race. I've given up a lot. I've made other people in my life have to give up a lot. And at the end of the day, even though those people will give up, they will move things around and they will do what they can for you. 
they're still going to love you no matter what happens in the race. So that's why I decided at this second mile marker, which for me was around seven and a half miles, I reminded myself of my family, that no matter what happened in the second half of this race, no matter what, you know, went wrong or how bad it went um, in in the second half, they were still going to love me. I was still going to be the, the daughter, the niece, the sister, all those things. And, uh, you know, it just helped to keep me in perspective because I found for me around that seven to 10 mile mark is where I really start to panic of like, how am I going to get on? You know, thinking ahead in the future when you should really just be f- focusing on the present. So the next one I said, uh, friends, you know, all those people who know me really well, Uh, who knew me beyond being a runner, the people who, you know, will be there to support me, but don't really care, care or not whether I do run or not. You know, um, for me, this also reminded me of the London Marathon, where my friends were hanging out around mile 10, which is where this next bottle were. And it just made me smile so much to know they were out there, they were supporting me, they were cheering for me and, uh, you know, they're just just being there for me. And um, so I was hoping that if something did go wrong and if I think, again, thought about that, how long do I have to go? What if something went wrong? Thinking about my friends during those few miles would remind me that even in other races where, you know, people had been along the course and things had gone wrong, it's just a rough patch. So I kind of like the idea of my friends being there cheering for me and uh, genuinely wanting the best for me. So the next one for me was about mile 15. And I knew going into this race that mile 15 was the time that I would start to think about why am I doing this? I've got such a long way to go. I'm really starting to hurt you know, you've already done, you're over halfway, but you've still got a long way to go. So Evie being my sports psychologist, I knew that she had put in the time to help strengthen me mentally. She helped to get me ready and make me think that I could do this. So I decided to focus on those few miles for Evie because she had prepared me for this race. So maybe in your situation around mile 15, you might not have a sports psychologist, but you can think about the podcast episodes that, um, I've released in in the Running For Real podcast, maybe the Brett McCabe, maybe Brett can be your word to remind you of um, that you have prepared for this, that you are mentally ready for this. Something that can be, um, you know, reminding you that you are stronger than you think and that you have worked on your mental ability, even if it's not maybe as much as you'd like. The next one for me was around mile 18. This one, for those of you who are a strong star, those of you who have taken on our strength training program, that is where I said, repeated over and over, Drew made me strong. So I thought about Drew in this one because around mile 18, that's where your form typically starts to break down. And so I just kept repeating to myself, Drew made me strong, Drew made me strong. And that reminded me that I had done the strength training to get my body through this, I had prepared and, uh, you know, it was going to be okay. Um, the next one for me was around mile 20 and I decided to think of my husband, Steve, you know, he'd done so many hours alongside me on the bike. He'd been there for me. He had, you know, given up so much to be there for me, even though I was already exhausted. And, uh, so for me, mile 20, you know, that's typically where things really start to get hard and you're not close to the finish line. I decided to think about Steve and all that he had done for me. And then at mile 23, for me, I decided that was, I wrote you. 
because at the end of the day you are doing this race for you you are doing this race because you've put in all the hours you've come way too far in the race and in all the training you've done to give up now so I really found that it helped me to kind of think about this is for me I'm doing this for me and you are so those are my examples that I did use and you obviously will have your own people in your life that might be helpful to you. It probably will be specific names um, and it might be different areas but just really think about what you will be thinking during that time or where it is you typically struggle and who kind of can you relate to to think about that. So like I mentioned around mile 15 is where I really start to struggle mentally. So for me that was where Evie came in. For you that might be Tina uh, or running for real or Brett like I mentioned um, at mile 18 if your form starts to break down if you are a strong star you probably will also be saying Drew made me strong I know a lot of people are doing that if not then maybe it's about someone who helped you with strength training in the gym Uh, maybe it's a friend who introduced you to something that uh, helped you to stay focused Um, you've got to tailor these to you but I just found that it was really really great to have something that reminded me of where I was in the course what was important during that time and it was long and it was short enough in a window that you could actually focus on that name maybe come up with a phrase like I said Drew made me strong and then um, you know it's like using lots of different mantras and you can use those mantras with those people's names and rather than it just being a random phrase it is involves a person's name or a group of people's name which will help you to stay focused and hopefully um, stay positive so I hope that was helpful you know um, I do have a blog post on mental bottles if you are interested you can go to tinamuir.com and uh, search for mental bottles or even just go to the uh, blog tab and uh, go under mental training and I believe it is one of the first articles that comes up I hope that was helpful for you if it was helpful for you or if you think it will be helpful for any friends and family of yours um, please consider sharing this with them I will see you tomorrow thank you so much for listening